It's a disaster, Holly. I hope you can help. I said, it sounds like really bad. Do you have any idea when it started? I don't know. We, we just started getting the complaints this week. But, I mean, with the way the Girl Scout cookies go out, it's hard to say, but people, yeah, we just started getting these calls and saying that the Thin Mints were counterfeit. I said, so are, are all the Thin Mints counterfeit? No, that's part of the thing that's maddening. It's not all of them. It's some of them. It, I mean, it's, it's really hard to tell how many, but it looks like maybe about 15%. It's really hard to tell, though, because in the middle of distribution, it's really hard to tell how many are out and how many are still making their way to people. But nobody wants to eat a wax thin mint, Ollie. I said, I, I know I wouldn't. So it's just, it's just wax inside? Yeah. It's, it, apparently the box looks just like a real Thin Mints box, and it's in the little sleeves, just like real Thin Mints. And they even kind of look like Thin Mints, although when you look carefully, they don't, they don't look right. But then when you take a bite, instead of chocolate and mint chocolate cookie, it's just, it's just wax. And it's devastating. I mean, nobody in the whole city wants to buy Girl Scout cookies because they don't want to be stuck with some wax. I said, yeah, no, I can see that'd be really damaging. So Ollie, I need you to figure out how they're doing it. I need you to help me figure out how we can stop these wax cookies from going out. I said, all right. Well, let me think about it. Um, do you keep track of all these things in a big, like you have some big database of where the cookies are going, right? I said, yeah, we do. And we've started to try and, it's hard to change a database midway through a season, but we've tried to be keeping track. And it's not like the cookies are all, the wax cookies are all coming from one area. It's really hard to tell. I said, well, I think the first thing that I need to do is I need to get my hands on a box of these wax Thin Mints and a box of real Thin Mints. All right, can do. I have some here, actually. One of the people that had the complaints, you know, brought it back in. And we exchanged it for one, uh, you know, and that one, thankfully, was real. But so I have both. Um, yeah, if you want to come by... Here's where we're here's where we're sort of sending out the cookie boxes, and I can meet you there and give you one of the wax cookie boxes and one of the real cookie boxes. Well, I said, "All right." So he went over there about an hour later, and the client, whose name was Woody, was there. And there was a big kind of an officey warehouse thing. So many boxes of Girl Scout cookies, you wouldn't believe it. And there was Woody waiting. He had two boxes in his hands. One open, one closed. Ollie, thank you for coming. So, these are the wax ones. And he handed Ollie a box. Ollie smelled it, and it smelled minty. But he pulled one out, and broke it, and yeah, it was like a crayon. Actually, I made Ollie think, and he took one of them, and he 
marked on the inside of the box. And it did mark just like a crayon, actually. And I said, huh, okay. So we've got a wax very much like a crayon wax that they're using. And that makes sense. Why does that make sense? Because it would be pretty easy to make black crayon. If you had a bunch of old crayons, you could just melt them up. It would be pretty dark already. And then you add a little bit of black dye, and black dye is easy to come by. And blammo. You got the right color. It would be easy to make them shiny like the chocolate, because that's already about the same shininess as wax. And you add a little bit of mint scent, and away you go. Yeah, I guess. That explains how it could be, because I assume someone's doing it to make money, right? I wonder how they could get it to be cheaper, but if they're using beat-up-old crayons, then that would be cheaper than actual cookies. Uh, let me take a look. Can you... Hey, look at the boxes. And they opened up the other box, and it was indeed you know, real cookies. So I looked at it. He felt the boxes. I said, Eureka, I've got it. And he said, what, what, what did you get? I can solve part of your problem pretty easily. You'll need a scale, a good scale, but they're different in density. The wax is more dense than the cookies. It's not a huge difference, but if you feel it, it's enough you can tell. And I bet if you had a, if you have a scale, if I've got, we have a postal scale here. Hold on a second. Ran into the back. Came back out with a postal scale, kind of like the kitchen scale that we have. And they weighed the two boxes. Well, they took one cookie out of each, so, you know, equal. And weighed the two boxes. And, yeah, there was a difference. A difference of about 30 grams. So not a huge difference, but enough. Enough that you could tell. All of a sudden, you're going to want to confirm that. You're going to want to find another... Well, you could find one that was the heavier weight, and then open it up. And if it's wax, then you'd have a good confirmation. But, all right, we'll get to that. And, shoot, it's going to be a hassle. But... We can get scales out, or do we weigh them here? I think we weigh them here. Oh, that's going to be such a pain. Thin Mints at the top selling cookie. I'm going to need to weigh every single one. I said, not necessarily. You could weigh like, I bet you could weigh 10 at a time. You could multiply the weight it's supposed to be by 10, and weigh 10 at a time, and if it was different than that, if it, was, if it was the exact way it should be, then that, 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 then that batch passes. And if it's different than it should be, then you got to go in and weigh every one. That might be a way you could save some time. Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. That will save a bunch of time. But is there any way you can figure out who where this is coming from? Yeah. Let me take this box back and, and do some thinking. So I took the box with the... Uh, counterfeit thin mints. So I took the box home and took back the other box of the, the real thin mints. And he's poured over every inch of the box. And man, it was a real good fake. 
There were a few tiny little differences here and there. And the print resolution wasn't quite as good. But it was a very good fake. And looked at the wrappers, and the wrappers were also looked like pretty much identical. Whoever had done this really spent some time on it. And then it occurred to oh, they also must have had this printed up somewhere. So we made a note to think, to call around to places, figure out who could print a bunch of boxes like this. He wasn't sure if that was going to be a big list or a small list, but that was a lead. But then he got to thinking. He called around to a bunch of other Girl Scout troops in other areas to see if they were having the same problem, and they weren't. They seemed to be isolated to one section of Baltimore City. There were a couple other troops right nearby that had had the same problem. But not even the whole city. It's just their area. So it was a nice localized problem, a localized scam. Well, I still wasn't sure exactly how somebody was making any money off of this scam. But he could think about that more later. Because then he began to think. I, what if, what if, and he started calling around to places that sold essential oils in the area, and asked if anybody had bought a lot of mint oil recently. And he called around to four or five places and finally found one, they said, yeah. Actually, yes, there was this odd character that came in. Just, he asked me if I had any mint essential oil that smelled just like Girl Scout cookie thin mint smelled. I said, ah, and did you? I said, I do. Yeah, I have one that really was very much like that. It's, yeah, I have this stuff that it does, and that's why I bought it, because I like thin mints. And this stuff smells just like Thin Mints. I can get half the enjoyment of a Thin Mint without, you know, eating a whole sleeve of cookies, right? I said, yeah, I bet. So I'm guessing the guy came and he bought a bunch. I said, yeah, oh yeah, he bought like, I mean, I had to order some from my supplier. I'd say he bought, let's see, let me look at my register here. <clears throat> yeah, that's right, okay, I remember now. I normally sell my essential oils in like, three-ounce dropper bottles. But he was ordering so much, and I asked him if he needed the dropper bottles, and he said he needed, like, a dropper. So I got it for him in... It says here's a, a half gallon. I actually got him a half gallon of this stuff. It costs a lot when you buy it that way, but he seemed sure. I guess he really likes that smell. I said, here's the thing. Can you tell me, what can you, I need to know who it is. I need to know who it was because I'm afraid that they were using that to counterfeit. Like, oh no. You mean, yeah, they were making fake Girl Scout cookies just using wax and your, pepper, and your mint oil. Like, oh no, that's awful. That makes sense. I mean, if you only needed a little bit, if he was misfit making a bunch of it. 
Wow. Okay. Um, shoot. I don't really feel good giving out my customer information, but but if this guy's a criminal, then I said, here's the thing. You can tell me. If you don't tell me, I'll end up having to get. This is not a threat. It's just the way it is. But I'll end up having to get the police involved in this whole thing. And maybe even the FDA because it's, you know, stuff masquerading as food. And, you know, this will come with a warrant and all that. And no, 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 it's okay. I, I see the way the wind's blowing. You might be able to make this thing not be a huge pain for me if I just give you the information. I said, that's right, that's right. All right, you know what? I love Girl Scout cookies. My daughter's also sold Girl Scout cookies. My nieces are selling Girl Scout cookies now. I don't like somebody messing with the Girl Scouts. So I'm going to tell you exactly who it was. I gave all the, all the information. Well, I went back to Woody. I said, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, I'm tempted to go in with a bunch of Girl Scouts and kick down his door, but I think I should go to the police. I think this is a police matter at this point. So I think you're probably I think you're probably right. Um, I know some people at the police department. I can get you hooked up with the right people. So I made some calls. Some detectives there were also very indignant at the idea of somebody scamming Girl Scout cookies. And they decided that they did want to do a SWAT team raid. So they found the address associated with this person. And they came. They got a warrant, and uh, the, the judge also was very indignant about somebody scamming Girl Scout cookies and passing off crayons as cookies. So they even gave him a no-knock warrant, because it was a warehouse, was the address that they got. So they waited until it was during the day, and they'd seen a car parked out front, and they busted in the door. And there was some dude, some sketchy looking dude. And he was right then even dripping a little bit of oil into a foil sleeve, surrounded by wax and boxes and foil sleeves. I said, the jig's up, you. Drop that dropper. And the guy did drop the dropper. He started to run, he ran toward the back. But there was another officer there Grabbed him by the shoulders, slammed him against a box or a, you know, a pallet of cookies. Said, you're going away. This is all sorts of crimes. I'm not sure exactly which ones, to be honest, but fraud for sure. Said, you'll never pin me down. This is too weird of a thing. There's no laws against what I'm doing. Said, well, we'll figure that out. Right now you're being charged with fraud. We're going to call it Fraud. You're under arrest. I read him the rights, put him in the police car. And that was the case of Ollie and the counterfeit Girl Scout cookies.